Welcome to the Good Shepherd New York podcast. Good Shepherd New York is a community helping New Yorkers embody the love of Christ for the good of our neighbors. For more information, go to goodshepherdnewyork.com. May you be filled with curiosity, grace, and peace as we listen and learn together through this sacred text. And now a reading from John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Thanks to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is and will forever be. Amen. Well, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but expectations for 2021 are absolutely off the charts. Someone told me they were walking around the city and they saw a pair of 2021 New Year's Eve glasses for sale. And immediately, they felt this jolt of excitement and of hope. Humans, it seems, are always on the hunt for something to look forward to and ways to create meaning out of our circumstances, especially when those circumstances are living in the year 2020. Time Magazine put out this cover with a red X over the year 2020, declaring it the worst year ever. The internet meme machine has largely agreed, churning out some of these gems, 2020, written by Stephen King, or 2020, if it were a person, would probably be my ex, or my favorite, 2020, one star, wouldn't recommend. See, the truth is 2020 hasn't been the worst year ever. A group of Ivy League historians were convened to create a list, and at the top of the, top of the list was the year 1348. That was the year of the Black Death, when over 200 million people died. That would be like wiping out 65% of the U.S. population. When it comes to U.S. history, at the top was 1862. That was the dimmest year of the Civil War, when the country seemed on the brink of total collapse. Now, if you're curious where the year 2020 ranked, it landed at number eight, with the little caveat that it is impossible to objectively rank a year when you're so close to it. Now, whether you think 2020 is the worst or not, there's an odd human tendency that's been highlighted for me. It's actually a pair of tendencies that are like two sides of the same coin. On the one hand, we look for easy scapegoats when things are falling apart. 2020 as a year has done nothing different than any other year. A year, after all, is simply a way to measure the passing of time. It simply came and it went at the same cadence as always. Our spinning rock hurtled around this giant ball of gas we call the sun at 67,000 miles per hour as always. But humans, 
we give language, and we assign meaning to very simple occurrences of reality. For us, years aren't just time markers. They're infused with meaning. Now, we experienced this year over 339,000 deaths because of the coronavirus and a resulting economic disaster. And what do we say? 2020 is the worst. George Floyd and Breonna Taylor's deaths put a spotlight on racial injustice. And what did we say? 2020 is the worst. Some of our favorite icons died, including Ruth Bader Ginsburg, John Lewis, Chadwick Boseman, Kobe Bryant, and then the straw that broke the camel's back, Alex Trebek. And in each instance, we said the same thing. 2020 is the worst. But if we like to scapegoat years, then it's also true that we like to inflate their importance as well. And that's what I'm afraid of for 2021. You see, marriage therapists tell us that inflated expectations set the stage for deep disappointment. When I do premarital counseling with couples, especially in our church, I walk them through an inventory, and that gauges a little thing called idealistic distortion. Now, what is that? It's basically a tendency to paint a situation with rose-colored glasses, to present the relationship in a socially desirable way. I started to wonder, in an admittedly weird analogy, if I were engaged to the year 2021, how distorted would my expectations be? And what kind of mischief would that create from my relationship to that year? Now, I'm not suggesting that we don't carry hope into the new year. I'm simply encouraging us to think realistically about what we expect in a year like 2021. A few weeks ago, my barber asked me if I had a message for the church in 2021, and I almost panicked. For me, the energy of this year has all, all been about survival and conservation. And I think that's been true for most of us. See, the thought of finding the energy to drum up new goals and vision seems daunting. But then I had this moment of clarity. I owned my limits and I identified a message that I'm taking to heart and that I wanna pass along to you at the beginning of a new year. See, we associate 2020 with problems at a scale far beyond our ability to control and to make meaningful choices around. As we begin a new year, I'm inviting us to do something simple and practical. I'm inviting us to do what we see happening in our gospel text this morning. I'm asking you to look back into a dark year and to name the lights that you have beheld. And then I'm inviting you to bear witness to them, right? To let the stories of light in a dark year cascade around us and create a momentum that's realistic, that's personal, and that's something we can build on in 2021. In short, I'm inviting you to carry those surprising lights of 2020 with you into a new year. Our gospel is the same text we considered at Christmas Eve, but on that night we focused on the big sweeping themes of Jesus, the light, coming into a dark world, shining brightly, being rejected by most and received by a few. Today, I wanna to focus on John. Right, the text moves from these broad, sweeping, almost poetic images and themes to the concrete and the personal. This light, which is the source of creation, becomes part of creation. And someone saw it. Someone paid attention. Someone received it, experienced it, bore witness to it. Our text says there was a man sent from God whose name was John. 
He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. See, bearing witness to the light is at the heart of the Christian vocation. And what light do we bear witness to? Now, the Sunday school answer is, of course, Jesus. And it's the right answer. But what makes Jesus light? John tells us in verse 4, quote, In him was life, and that life was the light of all humanity. End quote. Life. Life that is truly life. Jesus said at one point that his entire purpose was that we would have life and life to the full. It is this swirling, dancing, bubbling life that brought the entire world into existence, which is bubbling and swirling and dancing in Jesus Christ. The point of this text is that once you see life there, you can see it everywhere. That's the point of Christmas. If God can be with us there in Christ, then God can be with us here and everywhere. That's the point of the veil of the temple torn in two. See, God is breaking down all the ways we slice and dice and compartmentalize God and life and showing, this, showing us that our entire human experience is brimming with light if we have eyes to see. And once we've seen, John shows us that it only makes sense to use our mouths to tell. Now this year, I'd like to give you a little bit of homework. Homework that I think will bless our community if we'll do it. We stand today at the hinge between Christmas time and the season of Epiphany. Right? Christmas reminds us that a light has come. Epiphany reminds us that light is revealed and it continues to be revealed and experienced. Now I'd like you to take some time today to write down a description of the light you experienced in 2020. It may be surprising light. But it's a light that we will carry with us into 2021. I'd like you to sum it up in a few sentences, and then I want you to tell someone about it. There's this beautiful momentum when we bear witness to the light of our lives. I want to encourage you to think beyond simple things. My wife and I, when we sat down to think of the lights of 2020, we immediately thought of our new apartment. We were able to move on campus here at the seminary, and then we added an extra, which enabled us to add an extra bedroom. But when we dug deeper, we realized it wasn't the mere gift of indoor space, but it was the ability for our kids to easily get outside after being cooped up during the pandemic. It was the connections and the proximity to close friendships that enriched our lives this year and shined so bright. Now, once you have your moments of light written down, I wanna invite you to grab your phone to film yourself sharing them, and then send it to me. Right? My email is michael at goodshepherdnewyork.com, and I'd love, over the coming weeks of Epiphany, to highlight the way that God's love, the light of God's love and life, has broke through the darkness of 2020 for you. And I want to encourage all of us to continue to follow the light that's right in front of us. So do that work. Make sure your phone is in landscape mode, horizontal, and record it and send it to us so that we can share it with our community. As we begin this year, let's bear witness to the light, as John did, and let's encourage each other to continue to walk in that light in 2021. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Good Shepherd New York podcast. 
Good Shepherd New York is an interdenominational church centered around the life and teachings of Jesus Christ. Our church is theologically rooted in the Apostles and Nicene Creeds, but we welcome people of any or no religious backgrounds to participate in our community. If you would like to support us, please text Good Shepherd NY, all lowercase with no spaces, to 77977. That's Good Shepherd NY to 77977. Or visit our website, goodshepherdnewyork.com. Thank you for listening.